the University of Johannesburg. The future reimagined. Hello, and thank you for downloading this edition of Innovative Research at the University of Johannesburg. These podcasts are presented by the University of Johannesburg Library. I'm the executive director of the library and the host of this series. Today, I am delighted to welcome Martin Becker, who is a postdoctoral research fellow at the University of Johannesburg. And he has been working on the UJHSRC COVID-19 Democracy Survey. The survey has looked at the willingness of South Africans to take the COVID-19 vaccine. There are some very interesting things that have come out of their research. For example, the people least likely to take the vaccine are white women with a tertiary education in their 30s. So, Martin, to unpack this quite extraordinary finding, I, I'm quite blown away by it. It's the thing I had least expected to see um, come out of this um, survey. So to begin to unpack this, could you start by telling us how this data was collected? Did you sort of interview 100 people or did you do a survey of half of South Africa? How did you go about doing this? Well, thanks for having me, Prof. From up, it's uh, it's lovely to participate in something like this as well. Um, the research we did um, and which is ongoing um, is run by the social uh, Center for Social Change um, on the UJ side, and then also by a team at the HSRC. Um, and it started in April last year. Um, it's now in uh, entering the fourth round uh, in a fortnight's time or so. And it's reached about uh, probably about 100,000 people of whom a third are full respondents so that they've uh, participated in the entire uh, data gathering process. So it's quite a large body of respondents that we're looking at. Uh, also, that makes it the largest survey of its kind uh, in the country. Wow, this is really quite spectacular. And um, to have such a high participation rate over a number of surveys is truly remarkable and leads to very, very rich data. So one of the things that comes out of the data that I thought was particularly interesting, and I wonder if you can give us more insight, is that people who do not have a matric education are 72% likely to take the vaccine, while people who have a tertiary education are only 59% likely to take the vaccine. In other words, the less education you have, the more likely you are to take the vaccine. Could you unpack this for us a little bit more? Well, that's a wonderful question. Um, It's really interesting to think about what it is that drives acceptance um, and vaccine hesitancy. And it appears as if it's people's trust in the political system and trust in political leaders. Um, So, of course, um, people who tend to vote for the ANC um, say that they would support um, or that they would get the vaccine. Um, And generally, they are black African um, and opposition parties, um, certainly, you know, DA supporters tend to be tend to be white. But of course, that's an oversimplification of that. There are other factors. The older people are, 
um, the more vulnerable they might feel. And we certainly see that the older people are, the, the more um, vaccine accepting they are. And the younger they are, perhaps they, they felt, certainly at the time that the survey was taken, that they're not that vulnerable and that they weren't sure whether they will get the vaccine. Um, and there's a, there's a small gender element as well. And then, of course, education. But uh, education doesn't seem to be an animating force. It doesn't seem to be dialectical, as in driving it. It just correlates um, with uh, other characteristics and, and primarily that it's people's political orientation and po political's uh, position that uh, gives us the most to understand about their motivations, about uh, whether they will get the vaccine or not. You picked up on a number of really interesting points. The one that I would like to explore a little bit more is the relationship between politics and the taking of the vaccine. Could you unpack that in a little bit more detail for us? Yes. Um, we see that people who vote for the ANC or that say that they would vote for the ANC as a, as a question of voting intention uh, are also strongly in favour of getting the vaccine or that they say they will do it um, and that it shifts uh, to the opposition parties, particularly um, EFF, you know, on the left, DA on the right, um, that there's more hesitancy among them. And, uh, and the most hesitance uh, or the highest level of hesitancy, I should say, among people who say that they wouldn't vote at all. Um, so people who are almost disconnected from the system, if you like, if there's some sort of um, uh, alienation um, or a complete distrust in, in organisational politics, uh, which appears to run together with um, attitudes to say that, well, we don't trust the system, we don't trust the manufacturers, uh, we don't trust the organisers, we don't trust the rollout, um, and therefore I won't get vaccinated. That's that type of sentiment. That it leads us on to another question, which is around explanations why people will take the vaccine and why they won't. You've touched on a number of um, reasons why people won't be vaccinated, but I wonder if you could unpack this, why people would and why people wouldn't be vaccinated. What were they saying? So we should begin by saying that um, at the time of the survey, the, the, the vast majority of people said that they would uh, take the vaccine. So it was um, just over two-thirds of respondents said that they would definitely or probably take the vaccine. We did ask people to provide a, a reason, and it was a, an open-ended question, so no boxes to tick. They could, they could write anything. Um, and we coded their responses, and it seemed to come down to um, protecting themselves uh, and protecting those around them. So protecting their family, protecting vulnerable people. Um, and some people couched it in terms of uh, doing it for my community or doing it for the, for the greater good. And that accounts for more than 50% of, of people's uh, reasons for, for, for getting the vaccine or for wanting to get the vaccine rather. So the smaller group... Um, Less than 20% at the time when we measured it said that they would uh, not get the vaccine, definitely not or probably not. Um, and there's a broader mix of, of responses. So you have people concerned about the effectiveness, uh, whether the vaccine will actually work, 
um, or work for them. And then, of course, concerns about side effects, side effects in the immediate aftermath, uh, but also sort of long-term effects. Um, and a lot of people express this in, in uh, sort of very rational terms of that the vaccines were developed over a record time, um, have they been tested properly? Do we really know what the long-term effects are? How can we know? Um, and then answers that are more a combination of those things and saying, well, I distrust the vaccine in general. Um, I distrust some of the institutions behind it, uh, whether it's the pharmaceutical companies or the World Health Organization or, or just at the level of government um, and the Department of Health, etc., um, very few of the respondents went uh, all the all the way through to say a conspiracy or to uh, refer to the occult or something like that. It was mostly um, the what I couch as as a, as a rational response, um, explaining about uh, concerns about effectiveness uh, and side effects in in general. Thank you so much um, for that, Martin. The last thing that struck me about your survey was the role of race in people's responses. So your survey found that 55% of white people said that they would take the vaccine, whereas 69% of black people agreed that they would take the vaccine. I wonder if you can unpack those stats for us a little bit more. Yes. Um, we see that people who vote for the ANC or that say that they would vote for the ANC as a, as a question of voting intention uh, are also strongly in favour of getting the vaccine or that they say they will do it um, and that it shifts uh, to the opposition parties, particularly um, EFF, you know, on the left, yeah, on the right, um, that there's more hesitancy among them. And, and the most hesitance, uh, or the highest level of hesitancy, I should say, among people who say that they wouldn't vote at all. Um, so people who are almost disconnected from the system, if you like, if there's some sort of um, uh, alienation um, or a complete distrust in, in organisational politics, uh, which appears to run together with um, attitudes to say that, well, we don't trust the system, we don't trust the manufacturers, uh, we don't trust the organisers, we don't trust the rollout, um, and therefore I won't get vaccinated. That's that type of sentiment. Martin, thank you so much. This has been such an enlightening conversation. And I think it's really helped all of us to understand um, that the way we make decisions come from multiple different angles and that we in South Africa, I think, are quite fortunate to have a community or a country uh, where so many people are actually prepared to take the vaccine. So here's hoping that we will be able to do our vaccine rollout um, more quickly in the coming months. And we would really love to have you back on, um, possibly towards the end of the year, when um, you will have more information about how people have encountered the vaccine or what people think of the way the vaccine has been rolled out. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. And to all of those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Stay well and be safe. The University of Johannesburg, the future reimagined.